John chapter number 20, uh, and we're going to begin reading the same text uh, that Brother Jane was in this morning in verse number 19. The Bible says, Then the same day at evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut, uh, where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews, came Jesus and stood in the midst, and saith unto them, Peace be unto you. And when he had so said, he showed unto them his hands and his side. Then were the disciples glad when they saw the Lord. Then said Jesus to them, Again, peace be unto you. As my Father hath sent me, even so send I you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and saith unto them, Receive ye the Holy Ghost, and whosoever sins ye remit, they are remitted unto them, and whosoever sins ye retain, they are retained. But Thomas, one of the twelve, called Didymus, was not with them when Jesus came. The other disciples therefore saith unto him, We have seen the Lord, but he said unto them, Except I shall see in his hands the print of the nails, and put my finger into the print of the nails, and thrust my hand into his side, I will not believe. And after eight days, again his disciples were within, and Thomas with them. Then came Jesus, the doors being shut, and stood in the midst, and said, Peace be unto you. Then saith he to Thomas, Reach hither thy finger, and behold my hands, and reach hither thy hand, and thrust it into my side, and be not faithless, but believing. And Thomas answered and said unto him, My Lord and my God, and Jesus saith unto him, Thomas, because thou hast seen me, thou hast believed. Blessed are they that have not seen, and yet have believed." Our Heavenly Father, I pray that you bless this message tonight. Lord, help me as I preach it. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, now, uh, much, of course, was covered this morning by Brother Jane, but as I was reading it, some things kind of <clears throat> came out to me, and, uh, and I figured I'd want to share them because there are things that we often skip over <clears throat> or we assume. One of the things that we assume uh, from this passage of Scripture that I won't preach about, I'll just mention it right now, uh, is uh, we assume that uh, Thomas... Uh, Touched, touched Jesus, but the Bible doesn't say that he actually did. There's no indication uh, that he touched his nail hands, uh, his, uh, nail scars, or thrust his hand into his side. Uh, but it does say that he has seen him, uh, and that's just kind of a side note because some people think, well, uh, the Lord did that and allowed him to do it, but there is no indication. Uh, and uh, so I'll, I'll briefly mention some things about that now. Um, our theme, of course, so much the more part of that uh, theme this year has been a church attendance and trying to encourage people to be out uh, and to provoke unto love and good works and all the, uh, the preaching that we've done around that theme. As I was gone, uh, and this fits into it, obviously, because Thomas wasn't there, all right? Uh, so I'm going to bring up some things that Thomas missed uh, because he wasn't, uh, he wasn't at church <laughs> on the first day of the week. Uh, and by the way, it wasn't, it says in the beginning part that uh, they were meeting uh, and they had shut the doors for fear of the Jews. Uh, but Thomas wasn't, um, he wasn't a fearful man. In fact, uh, earlier in the, uh, on we see him like, hey, let's, we're going to go die with you. Um, he wasn't afraid of people. Uh, he just, for whatever reason, uh, wasn't there. It could have been, um, you know, we can speculate. Uh, but the bottom line is he, he was not present uh, and he missed out on some things. Uh, this last Sunday uh, was at a church in Indiana. Uh, the pastor there has been there for 45 years or 46 years, uh, pastor in that same church. And, and I remember him when I was in Bible college and he'd come down there and uh, he would preach and <clears throat> he would sing. He was a, he's a wonderful singer. 
uh, and we were praying for him. He fell on the ice uh, a couple years ago and then, of course, had that stroke. And, uh, and uh, I went by the old building uh, that uh, they had uh, that I remembered. Um, uh, well, we went, we went back for Brother, uh, for Brother Wagon Shoots, his dad's memorial service was at that church, and his mom uh, and dad attended there. And that's the first time that I saw the facilities that they're presently in. And so we went by uh, their old uh, building, and they had uh, to share a parking space with a barber shop that was kind of right next door, and uh, and it was all really crowded. There was really no off-street parking except for that uh, in a very um, uh, smallish building, uh, not not too much um, bigger uh, than uh, what uh, was down at Sumner uh, as far as the square footage, and uh, and it's uh, an, an older building. Uh, long story short, it was probably, <clears throat> I don't know, uh, a thousand square feet uh, auditorium, kind of, it was just really small, and they were packing people in there for a lot of years, and it's kind of an old schoolhouse looking building. Uh, now, they're in 46,000 square feet, uh, and, uh, and they bought it, and they were giving me testimony, I'm going to go, I'm going somewhere with all of this, uh, and um, that uh, they, they were meeting in there uh, for big days because they didn't have room. Uh, it was a, an, you know, a school that had closed down uh, and uh, meet in there for big days. Uh, and uh, the, it came up, they say, if it's ever for sale, uh, we'd like to buy it. So uh, it came up for sale, I don't know however many years ago now, for uh, 400 and something thousand. It was $460,000. Uh, and uh, they, they bought it. Uh, since then, they've, had to, they've put about $3 million into the building just because it needed, you know, it had flat roofs, everything was leaking. So over the course of time, uh, they have been adding to and, and doing different projects and, uh, and had some bonds. They've had a lot of issues with the finances of it over the course of time, just a lot of struggles uh, where, you know, um, they'd have, you know, at, at one point as well when the, uh, the economy uh, dropped off, uh, they had um, uh, something was, they were trying to um, do something. And anyways, the bank, oh, they had a line of credit. Uh, and then in 2008, when there was the downturn in the economy, the bank pulled that line of credit, and at that same time, they had uh, about $200,000 or $300,000 of work that they had to pay on, and so that all dried up, and so they, uh, there was just a lot of stuff, and they've struggled. Long, long story shorter, um, part of my being there uh, was to help encourage them to give to missions uh, and trust the Lord, increase that. Uh, so that God can bless the church and, uh, and, and help in those ways and, and they can knock down some of that debt and other things. And so pray for them uh, and uh, in that endeavor. But um, as I go, of course, I observe and I watch, I look at things, and that's just what I do. Uh, and uh, in Sunday, <clears throat> there's a good crowd that there's there Sunday. It was the first time, as I mentioned earlier, that uh, Brother Poole was in church on a Sunday. Uh, and uh, good crowds. And then I'm thinking, well, what's going to happen on Monday? Because that's what preachers think about. You know, I wonder who's going to be out Monday. And, uh, and so on Monday, uh, there was probably one-third the crowd on Monday and Tuesday night. Then Wednesday, it picked back up when the Wednesday crowd had come back in. Uh, and there was just a lot of awesome things that took place during that week. So just like 
our church, their church, probably every, you know, every independent Baptist church you would go to. Uh, it doesn't matter if you, start, if you start the meeting off on Wednesday, you're going to have a good crowd. Dies off Thursday, Friday, Sunday, everybody comes to church. Or if you start it on Sunday, everybody's there. Uh, then Monday, Tuesday, it drops off. Wednesday, it picks back up. Uh, and it just seems to be uh, a, a pattern. It made, me, it made me feel good in the sense that, you know, it's not just at our place where that happens. Uh, but it also uh, makes me feel bad uh, because missionaries were presenting that the people didn't see. Um, there's parts, my message was a building type message uh, that they're not going to get you know, all of it. I know some of them are probably watching on the streaming and, and other things. Uh, but when you're, when you're not in church, you miss stuff. All right. And uh, so, so that's the same, same type of thing that was happened with, with, with uh, Thomas. And I mentioned at the end of the service this morning, his name Didymus. It's a Greek uh, name uh, that means twin. So something about Thomas, yeah, we call him Doubting Thomas, but he was, uh, he was two-faced. Uh, he, he was a twin, and, and he got that name, that's his nickname, if you will, uh, that they gave to him because that was his character. Uh, and we call him Doubting Thomas, but doubt is, uh, doubting is an intellectual problem. Um, unbelief, uh, which we see in this passage of Scripture, is a moral problem. Uh, doubt can be fixed with facts and, uh, and things like that. Uh, you learn, um, you know, you, you can uh, experientially see and, and, and things can be proven to you. And even you have the testimony uh, of the other disciples that were there. Uh, but, but his problem was, was unbelief. Uh, and, uh, and that was something that went a little bit deeper. And Jesus dealt with it in this passage, uh, which we'll point out uh, as we go as well. But the first thing I want to mention tonight was uh, this, uh, you know, the reservation that Thomas had. Uh, and it was, uh, it was augmented in, in several different ways. And uh, it was augmented by uh, his, his absence. Um, you know, he wasn't there. We read in verse number 20, uh, 27, or excuse me, verse number 24, uh, that but Thomas, one of the twelve called Didymus, was not with them when Jesus came. Uh, so he was doubting and had unbelief, and that was further um, augmented by the fact that he wasn't there to see what he could have seen. Uh, and I feel that there are a lot of Christians who um, are the same way. Uh, let's say, uh, you know, the average... Average Christianity, people are like once a, you know, once a, a week Christians. They'll go on a Sunday morning. Uh, they won't be back for any midweek services and stuff like that. Uh, and, and, and their churches in a lot of, in a lot of places, that's just, how, that's just what they did. Um, but like Brother Jane had mentioned, you know, things kind of drop off and then the Wednesdays are gone and Sunday nights are gone. And, then, uh, and that's kind of the, how things have devolved over the sake of time. Uh, but um, if... Uh, you know, here we have Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. But if you only come s- Sunday morning, you're getting one-third of the messages. Uh, and, uh, you know, so there's an obvious um, people missing, uh, you know, what's being taught, what's being, the best counseling you can get, by the way, is from the pulpit uh, in preaching. That's why uh, I, don't, I just don't like, I just won't counsel people uh, if they're not coming to church services. Because I'm not going to go meet them on Friday night at my office to help them uh, and be away from my wife. 
uh, if they're not willing to come to church uh, in here in here preaching. Uh, so if somebody says, hey, uh, do you do marriage counseling? They're not members of our church or whatever. Could you help so-and-so? I'm like, yeah, I can help them. But, but they're like, well, what do, you, what do you charge? I said, I don't charge anything. My only ask is that you come to services. Uh, and ultimately, that's what people need is Jesus. Uh, and uh, and if, if, if God gets a hold of them and they get saved and, uh, and, and get in the Word of God, uh, there's a lot of things that take place. But this man, Thomas, wasn't there. But, but also... Um, there was, there was a failure intellectually. There's ignorance of what... Think of all the stuff that they saw. Uh, and, uh, and, of course, what they had heard. Um, and about the resurrection, about his death, his burial, and his resurrection. Uh, what they'd seen and what they'd experienced. Uh, they firsthand were uh, on the receiving end of, of Christ's teaching um, directly from him. Uh, and, and he was still uh, filled... Uh, with, uh, with unbelief. Um, he mistrusted the testimony. Verse number 25, The other disciples therefore said unto him, We have seen the Lord. Um, they're like, hey, we saw him. Uh, and, and he didn't believe them. Uh, and so there was a breakdown in all of that. Uh, but probably what's the most disturbing, I guess, if I could use that word, um, thing about Thomas in this passage of Scripture uh, was his demeanor. Uh, when, he, when he said uh, in, in verse 25, except I shall see in his hands and print the nails and put my finger into the print of the nails and thrust my hand in his side, I will not believe. And here's the, here's the deal. We don't get to do that. Uh, you know, we don't get to, to lay, you know, except, except if, if, if this happens, uh, then, uh, then, you know, I'm not going to believe. Uh, and put things in, in our own terms when it comes to God. Now, um, I'm thankful that God's patient. Here we have the Lord, and it's eight days uh, that Thomas says this. Uh, and then eight days uh, later, um, the Lord appears uh, again. Uh, and, uh, and then uh, we have the dialogue that we're reading there. But his, his demeanor uh, was just way off. Um, and, you know, we don't know exactly, you know, why that is the case, uh, but um, his response to their testimony uh, was not really appropriate. But then he accommodated that request in verse number 25 and uh, down through verse number 27. So eight days later, it says in verse 26, the disciples were there and Thomas with them. Then came Jesus, the doors being shut, and he stood in the midst and said, Peace unto you. And, uh, and, uh, and, and Jesus didn't have to oblige Thomas uh, in, in one bit, but he did. Um, and what's kind of neat about the story is that, um, you know, the Lord repeated what Thomas said when the Lord wasn't there. We know that he's God, uh, and, but in the Lord's absence, uh, that uh, he, he said these things, so he basically said to him, all right, go ahead, uh, do, what, do what you wanted. Uh, and he, but he had eight days to think about it, uh, and which uh, we'll point out here. So his, the appropriate response in verse number 28, uh, we see Thomas answered and said to him, my Lord, my God, he saw uh, and believed. I don't believe that he did what he wanted to do. I think as the Lord um, called him uh, on that and reminded him of what he had said, uh, having not been there uh, and, uh, and challenging him to not be faithless, uh, and, uh, but uh, believing uh, that uh, he responded in an appropriate way 
in verse number 28. But I was thinking about what did, you know, what did, this, what did he miss uh, when he missed church that day? Uh, back, backing up again in the first part of uh, verse number 19, the last phrase uh, says, Jesus stood in the midst and saith unto them, Peace be unto you. Uh, what he missed that day was the comfort and peace uh, that his Savior could give him. Uh, and, uh, and he missed out on it. Um, I, you know, when I think of how people are, I, I've talked with a couple different people this week, uh, and they have needs. Uh, there are things that are going on in their life, and, they, and they're looking for answers, and they don't know that the answer necessarily is Jesus uh, and, uh, in saving them, uh, but, but they're, they're, longing for, they're longing for peace. Uh, but it's not a peace that they can get outside of Jesus Christ. Um, it's, you know, we, we want to understand. We don't know what's going on in the world. We, uh, there are things that uh, take place in our life. And uh, it, one gentleman that I was speaking to was explaining just different things that he was experiencing uh, that were really bothersome uh, to him. Uh, and, uh, and what he wants is peace. But peace is what Jesus can give. And in Thomas, uh, you know, everything had been turned upside down for the disciples. Uh, they thought that Jesus was going to set up his earthly kingdom. Now he's crucified and, uh, and, uh, and all that took place. Uh, and, you know, their, their plans, uh, many of them, you know, they just say, well, I'm just going to go, I'm, I'm going fishing. Um, they had, their life had been turned upside down. Turmoil is what we would call that. Uh, and a lack of peace. Uh, and because he, he was, wasn't there, uh, he wasn't comforted by the words of the Lord. Uh, but then also he missed the proof in verse number 20. It says, and uh, he said, and when he had so said, he showed unto them his hands and his side. Uh, and so there's uh, the peace that he could have given, but Jesus was right there, living proof uh, that he had resurrected uh, and, uh, and, and had showed, he showed them his hands. Uh, and of course, he uh, didn't have a glorified body at this point and all those evidences right there, uh, but he missed the proof. Uh, that a guy like Thomas uh, would need. Um, and, uh, and then also, and I've got to hurry, um, he missed uh, the, the, the pleasure, if I'm using all P words, in verse number uh, 20, then were the disciples glad uh, when they saw the Lord. Uh, they were upset, discouraged. Uh, their, their lives have been changed. Their direction uh, had been altered. Uh, he said, peace be to them. And uh, and, uh, and showed them his hands, uh, but that made them happy. Um, you know, I, I think that, well, I can't say that if uh, somebody goes to church at every service, you know, uh, they can come in and they're sad or whatever, that they're going to leave happy uh, or glad. Uh, sometimes uh, people come to church and they're not feeling too good about themselves and leave and feel a little bit worse uh, about themselves. Uh, and the word of God is, is like a, you know, it pierces the dividing asunder of soul and spirit. Uh, it's sharp. Uh, and uh, so, um, and by the way, uh, you know, God wants us to be holy uh, more than he wants us to be happy. Uh, and we, you should always have that in mind. Uh, but, um, you know, on the first they gathered as, as they assembled together uh, and the Lord himself gave them peace, gave them proof, uh, made them glad, gave them pleasure. Uh, and that's something that Thomas uh, missed out on. Uh, and not only that, uh, but he missed uh, purpose. Verse number 21. Then said Jesus to them again, peace be unto you. 
even uh, as, or excuse me, as my Father hath sent me, even so send I you. Uh, so here we have uh, the part of in the Gospel of John, the Great Commission, uh, that God, of course, is going to give them the Holy Spirit, which is the next P word, power. He missed out on that. In verse 22, it says, And he had said this, He breathed on them, and saith unto them, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. Um, but uh, if Thomas got the Holy Ghost, he didn't get it then. Because he wasn't there. He, he missed out on the power uh, and the purpose uh, that God intended for them uh, because he was off doing whatever Thomas was doing. And in his defense, I mean, you know, I, I, I like to think, you know, maybe he was stressed out. There's just a lot of stuff going on. Um, for, for whatever reason, uh, he, he wasn't there. Uh, and maybe, maybe when we get to heaven, I might ask Thomas. It's like, where were you at? Like, why, you know, you know the, everybody gathered and you weren't there. You blew it. Like, we've been reading about it for all this time. And, uh, and like, where were you? And, I, and, I, you know, and maybe, he'll, maybe he'll tell us, you know, I was fishing or, you know, uh, this or that. Uh, but it could be he's just, you know, just up the street, just sulking on the side of the road. Who knows what he was doing? But he missed out on a lot of stuff because he wasn't present. Uh, and, uh, and God, I believe, puts that in the Word of God to help us understand uh, the importance of it. And this story's in there, as I mentioned uh, earlier this morning, uh, for uh, the purpose uh, that we might believe on Him, that believe in His, and believe in his name. Now, uh, so he missed out on some things. Peace, proof, pleasure, purpose, power. Uh, and, uh, but um, when we look at Thomas and his demeanor, his, his unbelief, verse number 27... Then saith he to Thomas, Reach hither thy finger, and behold my hands, and reach thither thy hand, and thrust it in my side. He says, And be not faithless, but believing. Um, unbelief uh, is a, um, it always places an emphasis on the senses. All right? Uh, so doubting Thomas, his problem was unbelief. And he says, Unless I feel, unless I touch um, I will not believe. Uh, it's a, it is a sensual unbelief always promotes and always puts the emphasis on the sensual. I was having a discussion with one of the staff members at this church I was at uh, and uh, just talking about different churches, ideology, ideology and some stuff. And, and, uh, and I really believe this. Um, I, I believe this wholeheartedly. I believe that a lot of churches uh, have the difficulties that they have uh, because uh, a large portion uh, of their congregations are lost. Um, today's purpose or plan is you just you go out and you see how many how many lost people you can get to come to church. Genuinely, people want to see them get saved, um, but but they come and whatever they like the coffee you're serving, uh, they like the they like the band that's playing. Are you following me? Um, they like friendliness. Of people, when you are you're, you're trying to be hospitable, uh, and maybe they receive gifts. Um, people outside of, well, you think about your interactions with people outside of church. Um, there's just not a whole lot of greeting, how are you, and how are you doing, and shaking hands, and and getting to know people. People are cold and distance, and even more so now with coronavirus. But you come to you come to come to church, and people want to know your name. 
and uh, the names of your kids and what do you do and they're interested. Uh, and so that's, that's a, a draw. And we should always be hospital, by the way. Uh, we should always want people to come back and visit. Uh, but our goal is to give them the gospel so they can be saved uh, because God wants his local church to be filled with saved people. Uh, and, uh, and when it's wheats and tares, if it's sheep and it's goats, it's a recipe for disaster. And, and, uh, and one of the main issues that we see in churches today uh, is that they're filled with lost people. And, and, and unregenerated people um, are uh, sensual. And they, they, want to, they want to feel worship. Um, they, they, want to, they want to experience church. Uh, and so if, if they come to church and they're not moved by uh, the, the worship team, and if they just don't feel, uh, then, then their, 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 their unbelief uh, is kind of perpetuated. Uh, and, and when they can go to church and uh, experience those things and, and get all the feelings, and, and by the way, uh, you, know, um, uh, you know, music's not amoral. I'm not going to be preaching about all that uh, right now, uh, but there's purposes in all that stuff. Uh, there's, there's reasons behind lighting uh, in churches. It's not just because it's cool. Um, there's psychology behind it. There are just a lot of different things. Uh, one, of, one of the big digs that people make on Independent Fundamental Baptist right now is the invitation. A lot of those churches don't give invitations because they say it's manipulative. Uh, and I'm a terrible invitation giver, and I've, I've always been that way. I, I try not to, uh, to you know, get whatever and lean, you know, really, uh, and, and play it in the, in the music and every. I just I don't want to manipulate people, and so for fear of not manipulating people, it's kind of like mostly it's like, all right, invitations open, come. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, and just hope that you, just, you listen to the Spirit of God uh, and obey Him. But um, all of that speaks to uh, the, the, the senses, and that's what unbelief does. It emphasizes the physical sense, senses. Uh, and, uh, and what it does is it promotes sensual religion. Um, so I was explaining to him, you know, you know, such and such a church that we were talking about, and they've had this problem and uh, all the crazy stuff. Uh, and, uh, but the reason that's the case uh, is because it's filled with one, two, three, pray after me, uh, easy prayerism uh, types of conversions uh, that are not conversions. And it's not just, it's not just um, you know, it's, it's, it goes just past the, the, not just church members, but church staff, pastors, um, who, who have been living and serving for decades, um, but are going to stand before God. God's going to say, I never knew you. Uh, and uh, because you can't just, you can't just believe uh, there needs to be repentance and there needs to be contrition, there needs to be conviction of the Holy Spirit of God. And, and when a person gets saved, he, God does all these different things. So um, I, unbelief in Thomas caused Thomas to, to, to rely upon his senses. Uh, I've got to touch, I've got to, I have to see, I've got to for myself, and if I don't, and if I don't see it, except I shall see in his hands uh, the, the nail scars, I will not believe. Um, and I've known a lot of people uh, who, um, who have said similar things, uh, like I've got, I just, I've got to feel it, I've got to know it, uh, they're relying upon these things, and, but what, what does God describe? What's the definition of faith that we've read in Hebrews 11? 
Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Uh, and, and so Thomas's issue was this unbelief, uh, which made uh, the, the senses uh, be what he was emphasizing. And then, uh, and then uh, Jesus gave him eight days. Now, uh, there's no, it's not a proof text for anything um, necessarily. There's no, uh, I'm not big into numbers, and I try not to read too much uh, into uh, uh, the amount of time uh, that was there. Uh, but I can think, or I would reckon that uh, in those eight days that Thomas kind of thought about what he said. You know, um, didn't believe his buddies. You know, just kind of, he'd missed out. Uh, maybe, you know, during those eight days he just thought about, you know, he wasn't there for the Holy Spirit. And who knows what was going on during those, those eight days with, with, this, with the rest of the disciples that he wasn't in on. There's a lot of, lot of things that he thought about during that course of time. Uh, but I believe uh, that the Lord did something in his heart. Uh, so it says in verse number 27, uh, he, again, he said to him, reach hither thy finger uh, and do that. It doesn't say that he did. Uh, and uh, it says, and be not faithless, but believing. So he was lacking faith. It was unbelief, uh, not just doubt. There was a lot of evidence that was given already uh, that Jesus uh, had uh, risen from the grave. Uh, and, uh, and he answered and said unto him, my Lord and my God. Uh, so uh, he, he had the faith. And, and we can assume, obviously, since uh, uh, this takes place, that uh, that I'm sure Thomas uh, received the Holy Spirit of God. Those things aren't in there. Uh, but, uh, but what he said uh, was this in verse 29, Jesus saith unto him, Thomas, because thou hast seen me, thou hast believed. Blessed are they that have not seen and yet have believed. Um, we are so blessed uh, to, to have the complete word of God. Um, we are blessed uh, that we're saved by grace through faith. Uh, we believe, um, you know, uh, uh, in heaven, which we've not seen. Uh, we, we believe uh, in uh, the sacrifice that Christ had given his shed blood for the remission of sins that, that we did not witness. Um, we, we weren't like they who, um, who saw Jesus teach and in the miracles and the miracles. And, but, and by the way, uh, when you think of the story of, of, of Lazarus uh, and uh, the rich man in Lazarus and hell in Luke chapter number 16, um, he's like, hey, send, my, send, send somebody back. Uh, and uh, and what, did, what did the Bible say? It says uh, that if we send, if you don't believe the law and the prophets, if I send someone back from the dead, I'm paraphrasing, um, they're not going to believe. It's the word of God uh, that has the power attached to it. In, in the disciples, we know that from the disciples, they saw a lot of things that were miraculous, uh, yet they still uh, missed it uh, many, many times. So he says, blessed are those who have not seen uh, and believed. And then verse 30, and many other signs truly did Jesus uh, in the presence of his disciples, which were not written in this book. So there were, we know that the life of, of Jesus couldn't be, you know, the, the world couldn't contain the books of all the things that he has done. Uh, but it says, he did many other things which are not written in this book, but these are written that ye might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you might have life through his name. 
So he says there are a lot of things that weren't written, but this was, and here's the reason it's, it's there. Now, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of application that can be made. We're making application so much the more. Uh, being in church, uh, you know, don't miss. Uh, you're going to miss uh, peace and proof and pleasure and purpose and power. Uh, you, you'll, you've got to be uh, where, uh, where God wants you to be uh, because you're going to miss out. And that is really the biggest application that I've heard in my life as a Christian from this passage of Scripture. Thomas was doubting Thomas, but a lot of his doubt was self-inflicted uh, and uh, because of uh, his, um, his, his spirit and his unbelief uh, and uh, testy, I'm not, you know, and, and if, I was, if I was the Lord, I would probably handle it a whole lot different. Uh, but gave eight days to think about it, and then shows up and says, okay, I heard you, so go ahead. And Thomas is like, I believe. <laughs> uh, and uh, and uh, I, I say, and so Jesus says, you saw, uh, some people don't, and they're blessed. Uh, but all of that, all the application and all the takeaways that we can take from this and his name and uh, in Jesus's patience and, uh, and uh, for Thomas and, and all of that, the biggest thing is this is there, this is written, this is written so that people might know that Jesus is the Son of God. Now this morning, um, we, had, you know, we had quite a few visitors, uh, which I'm thankful for, some <clears throat> that uh, have risen their hand uh, in previous services that, uh, that uh, they're not sure that they're saved. Uh, and I hope that they get saved. But I was thinking about this, the message that Brother Jane was giving us this morning uh, in all the truth uh, that he's passing on, the application that was, that was made. And, uh, and so when I got up, I mentioned these verses at the end because that's really what it's all about. Um, this story is there so that you can believe. Um, that it's not just about Thomas's doubt, it's about Jesus. Jesus rose from the dead. That's the gospel. He died for us and he rose again. That's here so that we can know. This is, this is, uh, is proof, uh, in, there's lots of proof, but it's proof for us that Jesus is exactly who he says he was. Uh, and that's the greatest news uh, that there is. So we've had, we had people... Uh, that, that have, uh, you know, uh, we've, a lot of folks right back over here in these uh, duplexes and people coming and different stuff, and it's wonderful. Uh, and, uh, and they're going to come and, because we invite them and, uh, and, uh, and we're hospitable and, and we're going to make people feel welcome when they're here, and, and those are all great things. But our end in mind goal, always, 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 with those visitors uh, is to, to make sure they understand that Jesus loves them uh, and that this, what we're preaching, is not to entertain them. Um, it's not even to necessarily to instruct them in, in, in some respects. Um, they're, they're here, and if they're natural, they're not getting much of anything uh, from the applications uh, that we're, we're making uh, from, uh, from these passages of Scripture. Um, but uh, we ought to be praying that God speaks to their heart, that they get saved. Uh, and this is here uh, proof for us, but it's also proof for them. Uh, and so I want to challenge um, the church tonight in this respect. Um, when, when we see somebody that we don't recognize at church, they're new, they're a visitor, they've come in. And again, don't be creepy. 
um, you know, and, and whatever, and follow them around or whatever. Uh, get to know them um, and uh, names or whatever. Welcome them to the church. If you can, be, if you can help them, whatever, in, in some way, get them a cup of coffee or show them where stuff's at. Uh, be hospitable. Uh, but think about how often um, we've had visitors that come through this church. Um, their hands, they get a lot of handshakes uh, and coffee cups, get invites to different things or whatever, and nobody ever pops the question to them. They're like, hey, I'm, you know, I'm, so glad that, I'm so glad that you're here and I hope that you come back again. Uh, and, uh, but if you never do, you know, do you know where you're going when you, when you die? We, they, they had maybe just heard the gospel. They heard preaching. They're here. They don't know why they're here. Uh, and, uh, and it certainly isn't a search. It's not a, no one seeks after God. And uh, so we, we, we don't pop the question. Um, I know you're watching. Uh, you know, because we're like heads bowed and eyes closed and no one's looking around. And then all people come up it's like, hey, so-and-so was raising their hand. I didn't even see them. I'm looking, I'm, look, I'm looking for him, I didn't see him, but you saw him. And, uh, and again, I, I, you know, I, uh, it's, a lot of times that's for people who, um, they, don't, they don't want everybody looking at them. So I, honestly, if you're peeking and you're looking, but, but if, 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 if your goal is like, you know, they raise their hand, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to go talk to them. I'm going to catch them in the foyer. I'm going to invite them to lunch. How, how great would that be? Said, hey, you know, I know you're new here, whatever. What are you doing for lunch? Love to have you come to, uh, 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 to lunch. Now, you know, they're already under conviction. They've raised their hand. Uh, and, and, now, and then you'd have a captive audience uh, over, over lunch at the restaurant. They're not going to, like, get up and leave when you, when you say something. Uh, because that's, that's what this is all about. Um, so I want to challenge you to, uh, when visitors come, be as friendly as you can be without being creepy, uh, and, um, but f- the end result, we want people to come back, but, but I don't want lost people to keep coming and coming and coming and coming uh, and them not be confronted with their need for salvation uh, because they can, you know, they're gonna, we're going to be nice to them uh, and they're going to feel welcome and they're going to feel at home and it's refreshing, uh, and, uh, but what they need is Jesus. Uh, and, and uh, we're to go out in the highways and hedges and compel them to come in. We're supposed to be soul winners uh, and doing all that. Uh, but when God, when, when they just show up, um, we need to take that as of the Lord uh, and, uh, and, and do that. Now, um, you know, uh, I think you should be aware and of your surroundings and different things. And so if somebody is witnessing to them, uh, you know, and, uh, it, you know, that might not be a great time for you to jump in uh, or to catch them again and be mindful uh, of, of people and just kind of watch and observe. Uh, but, you know, when, if, when I go fishing, and I haven't been fishing for a long time, so when I used to go fishing, um, and I go down to the river, Sam Steelheading or whatever, and I've never been there, um, I'm, watch, I'm seeing who's catching fish. Like who's, who's, who's pulling fish in? And I'm, I'm going to go over by them because, I, because I, I, I know the fish are biting. And when God has made us fishers of men, when, 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 there's, when there's fish that are here and, and we don't try to catch them, 
Um, I believe that that's when God stops sending visitors to a local church. Um, It's like, our excuse is, we don't build the church, God builds it, which translates into apathy and and a lack of attention to soul winning, and almost turns us into Calvinists. Uh, And, uh, but when he brings them right there, it's like, there's some fish. And if you're a fisherman, you want to catch that fish. And, uh, and so you're, you're throwing the lure in, uh, and, uh, and you're giving it a shot. And uh, so take that as of the Lord. And again, we had uh, quite a few that were here today uh, that need the Lord, and there's more that are going to be coming in the next couple of weeks. And, uh, and even, even with this stuff with the bus, um, God can take that and use it for his glory. And it's, it's frustrating uh, and, uh, but, but here's the thing, you know, when I, when I, when I went and found, and if you don't know the story, we just bribed some teenagers and just said, Hey, you know, if you know who did this and, uh, they're all kind of quiet. And I said, okay, there's a $500 reward. And like in 30 minutes, they had video in the address, uh, of, of the kid that busted out those things. And, uh, and, uh, that kid needs the Lord. That kid, uh, his mom said, he don't believe in God. And, uh, and so she said, you know, um, maybe this all happened for a reason. And so I'm not going to be like, I, so I told him, I said, well, at first I knocked on the door and he answered. I said, hey, is your mom and dad here? And uh, he's like, no. And uh, I said, well, I really need to talk to your mom or your dad. And uh, well, they're not here. I said, I really need to talk to them. He's about what? And I said, about you throwing rocks through, those, uh, through our bus windows. He goes, I, and he goes, he goes, he goes, I, I wasn't over there throwing rock. He points over to where uh, the buses are. I'm like, you just pointed to them. And so he gets on the phone and he's like, he's like, mom, uh, there's a guy here and he's saying this and whatever. And uh, long story short, she had already known that they were throwing rocks because the little girls had said that they were and, and asked, you know, uh, did you break anything or whatever? So he was busted, uh, you know, and, uh, and didn't really know it. And she brought them over here. Uh, to the church, they apologized. Uh, and, uh, but, but here's what I told them right from the beginning. I said, I ain't mad at you. Uh, but but you gotta, you got to learn that this isn't the way to go. Uh, and uh, you're going down the wrong path, etc. cetera. And, uh, because what's my, end of my, what's my end of my goal? To reach them with the gospel. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's just like, I'm not going to go give a you know, 12-year-old a beat down for throwing rocks to, you know, and even whatever. Like, what, what, should we, what, what are we going to do? It's just show them love and forgiveness and learn and grow. So I, I said, you're going to come over and you're going to mow some grass and hang out with me and pull some weeds. And, uh, but you might get some McDonald's, sodas, and other types of things when you're over. I ain't mad at you. It's just that, hey, you know, you got to learn. And my goal is a kid who doesn't believe in God uh, that, that we're going to have access to to share the gospel with. That's the goal. I don't care if, he, if he's a terrible mower, which he's probably going to be. Yeah. Uh, I've not seen a 12, 13-year-old boy can, you know, run a mower in a straight line. And I said, I told him, I said, I'm going to teach you how to ride the, the riding lawnmower. And uh, try, hopefully you don't run into the house and uh, everything else. But I'm saying all that to say, when God, when God opened, all of this is here so that people can believe. 
That's why this story about Thomas is there. That's why we're here at church. That's why we, we do what we do. It's to share the gospel with people. But, but we've got to be better at it, um, especially when God brings them um, right, right, to, uh, right to our door. Uh, and um, there's been several adults that got saved in the last couple of weeks that just showed up here and, and came uh, and, uh, or made an appointment and came. Uh, and, um, and so, so I'm hoping uh, that, uh, and, and also side note, I got to be done. Um, we get these kids and stuff that are hanging around here. And uh, if, if, you go at, if you go at them and say, you kids, get off my lawn, <laughs> you know, uh, kind of an attitude, they're going to burn your lawn, they're going to smash your windows. Um, and so I've always tried to say, like, hey, you know, I'm glad that you guys are here. And you can, you can play here. Those, a lot of those kids, they're running around here playing hide-and-seek. But when I go outside and they're sitting up on the lights that we just put up, I go, hey. I'm like, hey, what are you doing? Uh, but, I'm, but I'm not. Aah. It's like, come on, come on down. You know, have some respect or whatever. And, and these are the same kids that have been around here that went out there and, you know, gave them the bribe. And, and by the way, some, one came by uh, to, uh, to collect uh, the reward with his dad. Uh, and, uh, and so, um, he's going to come to church and, uh, and I'd ran into him before in the parking lot, the dad, uh, in days past. And so what man, <clears throat> excuse me, what, what, you know, it's meant for evil. God can make it good. And, and it all depends on our response to those things. And again, when I heard it, it's like, oh, well, yeah, I throw rocks. And then, and then I find out Jane, brother Jane's 50%, it's his fault. Uh, from the message this morning, and uh, and so at least I don't have to take all the all the blame, um, but how we respond, how you respond to your neighbor, how you respond to you know to people at the restaurant, um, how 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 you respond to any type of thing that could be negative, um, could be exactly what either deters somebody from church. Or, um, you know, because really, I, you know, who, who just gets vandalized uh, and they say, hey, you know, it's okay, it's okay and we forgive you. That just doesn't happen a lot. And so when those things happen, people go, that's different. That's different. And I don't know what it is, but I like it. And, uh, and so, so let's, let's, do, let's do more of that. And then pray. Uh, and, you know, and, and two, you, you see some young teenager around here and stuff, don't be going, oh, you're the one. Uh, you know, he must have been the one who did it. Uh, and uh, maybe he is. Um, but our goal is to see them saved uh, and loved and forgiven. Uh, and, uh, and that's the goal. So um, you, you just uh, obey the Lord in that. We're out of time. Let's all stand and uh, we're going to pray. Maybe tonight I ask you by prayer to say, God, help me with my unbelief. I believe, help me with my unbelief. Uh, and uh, maybe you're the kind of person who just got to, God's got to show you. Uh, you got to, you know, see whatever and, and you lack faith. There's a lot of applications. Uh, but the message today uh, is there for us uh, in this passage and all these things that are written so that, so that we might know that Jesus is the Son of God uh, and, uh, and we uh, need to be better as a church.
uh, of presenting uh, that to the people we come in contact with. I don't know how the Lord has spoke to your heart, but let's spend a couple minutes in prayer as the piano begins to play and, uh, and uh, maybe, pray, uh, maybe pray for uh, these kids that they get saved or that moms get saved, dads get saved uh, as a result of, of silliness. But God can take all of that and use it for His glory.